everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to you all. It is Tuesday. It is 12.30 p.m. ET, and you have found us here, we are glad to say, on First Chapter Fun, where every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET, my fabulous partner in crime, Hannah Mary McKinnon, and I read to you out loud, because if it wasn't out loud, it wouldn't be that much fun, would it? The first chapter of a wonderful new book. Can you imagine Hannah and I just, Hannah and me just sitting here, just reading a book and you just watch us read, that would not be so much fun. But we have the joy of reading to you every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET, Hannah Mary McKinnon and I read you the first chapter of a wonderful new book out loud here on Instagram and here on Facebook. And it is so much fun to see all of you arriving here on Instagram. There's Cat Reader and AZ Carmen is here and Sylvia is here. Oh my golly, Celebrate444 and Diane Dick and Steph Keasley and my year in books and Sharon Bishop. Oh my golly, I love seeing you all. Janet Hope's library here on Instagram says, hi Hank. And Cat Reader says, I invited some people to join FCF. Hey Jen Jumba. Oh, Cat Reader on Instagram. Thank you. You have invited people to join First Chapter Fun. And I cannot tell you how much Hannah Mary McKinnon and I appreciate that. You know, this family at First Chapter Fun has grown and grown and grown. And I know that I've told you this, but it is such a joy for us to see you all every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET. And if you will invite your friends, um, that would be great. We would love that. We would love to see this community get so much bigger. And we love introducing you to wonderful new books. This is episode, by the way, Hannah is here on Instagram saying hello, everyone. Hey, darling Hannah. And Books Bulldogs and Booze is here. It sounds like it is fun at your house. Let me just see who is here on Facebook. When I look over here, I am looking at the comments. Shannon Hansen is here. Hey, Shannon. And Andy is here. Brenda Gaskell is here. And Facebook user, let me remind you, if you have not allowed Facebook to use your name, StreamYard to use your name. You've not allowed our platform StreamYard to use your name. And it's too complicated. Don't do it now. Just put your name, just put your name in the comments. Hi, Hannah, as Nancy Hayes has done. So we know it is Nancy Hayes. It's This is a Facebook thing. You Instagram people someday come over and see what it's like, Hannah. And I have fancy banners that we put on Facebook um, to sort of say what, our, what the book we're reading is and who we are. And also what episode of First Chapter Fun it is. Today, it is episode 345, if you are counting. And you know Hannah and I are counting because... How amazing is it that we have been doing this for 345 sessions, 345 books and 345 authors that we have introduced you to here on Facebook and here on Instagram, 345 authors that who you may not have known before First Chapter Fund. And that is why we were here because Hannah, our, our, we've told you this, our goal is world domination of your to be red piles. We want them to go up and up and up. And today is absolutely no different. We have a wonderful new novel for you. I know Pamela Fry Priest and Susie Baldwin say 345 and Hannah says 345 and many more to come, says Hannah Mary McKinnon. Which reminds me, very wise, Hannah, very wise, that we are, <laughs> Facebook user says, Happy Tuesday, a.k.a. FCF Day. So um, that reminds me that Hannah says many more coming up. And here's the schedule. Here's the scoop for First Chapter Fun. And we'll tell you this next week as well. 
we have this week to go and next week to go a super amazing author next week. I have to tell you as well, all of our authors every week, I just think, can there be a better author? And then, oh my golly, there's one that's equally wonderful. So anyway, this week and next week, then we're taking August off to sort of regroup and write. I'm sort of behind on my new book. Um, and then we will be back in September um, with an unbelievable raft of fabulous new authors, as, as Hannah says, and many more to come, including you all, put us down for September, including you all, Hannah Mary McKinnon's brand new A Christmas Wager, her rom-com is coming out. And you, because you are first chapter funsters, will hear it here first on Instagram and on Facebook, and you'll be able to tell the world about Hannah Mary McKinnon's new novel. We will also have, of course, many other fantastic authors coming for the rest of the year. And then we'll tell you about our plans for after that later. Hannah says, we are on a break. Um, yeah, we're kind of on a break. I mean, we're on a break for First Chapter Fun, but we'll be reading and we'll be writing and we'll be thinking of you. So we'll still be connecting with you on our Facebook page and we're relying on you to come to Facebook uh, and keep chatting, keep our community going. Cat readers, see how many new people you can get to come to join First Chapter Fun during the time that we are on August break. So we hope that is productive for us and we hope that is productive for you and we hope we will see you then. Allie Hurt says, Allie, you are the best. Allie says, pre-ordered the Christmas wager and cannot wait. And that is marvelous. And Donna O'Neill says, cannot wait for the Christmas wager. Friends reference says, Jen Jumbo, we are on a break but we are not breaking up with you. We are not breaking up with you. That is not our goal. Our goal is to stick with you and have you stick with us. We will be friends forever. Unlike we've done more episodes of first chapter fun, as Hannah likes to say, we've done more episodes of, of first chapter fun than they did episodes of friends. Can you believe it? The longevity of first chapter fun is longer, knock on wood so far than friends. So that is, that's kind of cool. And that is because of you. That is because of all of you. Brenda Gaskell says, listen to this. The FCF break begins the day after my birthday. Um, and we will celebrate throughout. We will celebrate throughout August, Brenda Gaskell. Um, and we will celebrate your birthday when we get back in September. <laughs> Jen Jumba saying, with or without you in my head. One of those classic scenes from Friends. We'll go into that the next time. Because right now, without further ado, and you know that we do the ado for you. Without further ado, I want to welcome you all to First Chapter Fun. I want to remind you that every one of the 345 episodes after today, every one of the 345 episodes is in our archives here on Instagram and here on Facebook. Look under media, look under video. They change it every day of where to find the videos, but nevertheless, they are there gorgeously marked and easy to find. And anytime that you need a little hit of First Chapter Fun, maybe especially when we're on break in August, you can pick up one of the first chapters that maybe you missed for some reason and be reintroduced to it or catch up with us. We, how, have any of you seen all 345 episodes? That would be pretty funny. Allie and Shannon Hansen and Jamie and Jen Jumba. I bet you're up there, Sharon Bishop. Uh, and so many Susies uh, have been here. Grace has maybe been here for all of them. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's pretty nice, we feel. Um, and it's pretty... Gosh, gratifying, rewarding, wonderful, fabulous to know that you are all here. Uh, uh, Allie says, August is the time to catch up on any episodes of FCF we missed. Absolutely so. And Allie and Jamie keep us posted. Um, 
on all of the First Chapter Fund authors whose books are on sale. So you know our First Chapter Fund Facebook page is the place to go so you don't miss out on any wonderful book deals. And speaking of wonderful books, let me tell you that today we are so honored. We are so honored to have um, a, a really terrific book, one of those books that really exploded into the universe that everybody adored. Um, that's a Reese Witherspoon book club pick, and that is pretty fabulous. So today we have, and let me put up, let me put up the banner. Today we have The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. Look at that cover. Look how evocative that is. You can see that it is historical fiction and it has that gorgeous Reese's Book Club stamp of approval on it. Um, Reese, Reese with a spoon just adores this book and we know you will too. So many people have read it and so many people have loved it. The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson and that is Janet Hopes is saying, yay, a new to me author. That's wonderful. That is wonderful, Janet. That is what we're hoping to do. You know, it's, um, we love reading authors that you all, that you already know and love. That's fun for us too. Um, and it's a complete joy to introduce you to a new author. It's like opening the door to a new world for you to get to introduce you to someone who Hannah and I adore and who you will adore. And that's one of the fun parts. That's why we call it First Chapter Fun, right? The fun is in the name, The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. And that is what we are reading today. Also, don't let me forget. I always almost forget there is a giveaway. So it, one lucky commenter on Facebook and one lucky commenter on Instagram will win a copy of the House of Eve, the House of Eve, it's, I pushed the button wrong. Okay, from the House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson, one lucky commenter will win. So enter now by leaving a question or a comment or just a general accolade or joy, ask Sadiqa about this book and how she did the research and whether it's based on anyone that she actually knows how difficult it was to research the 1950s. Such a fantastic book and so many questions to be asked. Hey, Barbara Abbott is here. Um, and Hannah is putting up Sadiqa's website. So put leave questions, leave comments here on Instagram before one o'clock today. You know the deal, Instagram people. Before one o'clock today, before the show is over, and one lucky winner will get a copy of The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. Let me show you that marvelous cover. On Facebook, the rules are a little bit different. You know that you have until midnight ET tonight to enter to win a copy of The House of Eve. So you know, you smart ones on Instagram. Enter on Instagram before one o'clock, then hi your little selves over to the mothership on Facebook and enter again. How fun is that? Two chances to win. So there, there is um, the rules for today's giveaway. And let me get, tell you a little bit about uh, Sadiqa Johnson. Hoping you are all well. Oh my golly, I'm sitting here. Can you hear the air conditioner rumbling, rumbling, rumbling? It's kind of an old fashioned air conditioner that is pretty noisy. But if I didn't have it, it would be a disaster. You can see my hair is just like given up, totally given up in the ultra, ultra humidity. So I hope you are safe and well in the weather. The weather's been so crazy. But what is not crazy, what is wonderful is, oops, the House of Eve. My, my iPad is going crazy now. The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about Sadiqa Johnson right now. Sadiqa Johnson is the New York Times bestselling author of five novels. 
Her accolades include being the 2022 Hurston Wright Foundation Legacy Finalist, a BCALA Literary Honoree, and the Library of Virginia's Literary People's Choice Award winner. She is a Cambilio Fellow and teaches in the MFA program at Drexel University. Originally from Philadelphia, she currently lives near Richmond, Virginia with her husband and three teens. Now the House of Eve, let me show you again, the House of Eve came out in February of 2023 from Simon & Schuster, and we read it with Sadiqa and Simon & Schuster's kind permission. We are grateful for that. As I said, it was a Reese Witherspoon February 2023 book club pick and an instant New York Times bestseller. So, you know, you can't do better than that, you all. You cannot do better than that. Let me redo a little bit about The House of Eve. Here, look, here's what Reese Witherspoon said. Reese Witherspoon said, amazing. These two women's lives intersect in the most wonderful and unlikely of ways. I was completely surprised by the ending of this beautifully told and written book, says Reese Witherspoon. A triumph of historical fiction, says the Washington Post, set in 1950s Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., that it explores what it means to be a woman and a mother and how much one is willing to sacrifice to achieve her greatest goal. So, 1950s Philadelphia. 15-year-old Ruby Pearsall is on track to become the first in her family to attend college, in spite of having a mother more interested in keeping a man than raising a daughter. But a taboo love affair threatens to pull her back down into the poverty and desperation that has been passed on to her like a birthright. Eleanor Quarles arrives in Washington, D.C. with ambition and secrets. When she meets the handsome William Pride at Howard University, they fall madly in love, but William hails from one of D.C.'s elite, wealthy Black families, and her parents don't, his parents don't just let anyone into their fold. Eleanor hopes that a baby will make her finally feel at home in William's family and grant her the life she's been searching for. But having a baby and fitting in is easier said than done. With their stories colliding in the most unexpected of ways, Ruby and Eleanor will both make decisions that shape the trajectory of their lives. We are reading from The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. And you can find Sadiqa, let me make sure I get this right. You can find Sadiqa on socials, on IG and Twitter, as Sadiqa says, and as Sadiqa Johnson on Facebook. And then you can just find her at sadiquajohnson.net, sadiquajohnson.net. On the, uh, on the internet, whatever that's called, on the internet, that's her website. You can find her, you all know about social media and you know how to find Sadiqa. So let me take a sip of water before I read you. Are you all ready? Barbara Abbott says, historical fiction is one of my favorite genres. That's great. And Mindy says, same. So absolutely, we have some historical fiction fans here. Well, all of us are. And Renee is asking, is any of this story based on your life, Sadiqa Johnson? Good question. And I see Sadiqa is here. Yay, yay, yay. Thank you so much for being here today. It is such an honor to read from The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. Are you all set? Are you all ready to go? Let's hear the book. And I need to remind you that chapter one takes place in Philadelphia in October of 1948. So try to put yourself there. Philadelphia, 1948. And it's called Mommies and Dragons. And the point of view is Ruby. My grip, let me start over, Just checking the time, Ruby. 
My grandma Nini always said that early was on time, on time was late, and late was unacceptable. Fatty was unacceptably late again, knowing full well I had someplace important to be. I didn't mind staying with Grandma Nini overnight once a week so Fatty could clean offices. All I asked was that she be home in time for me to catch the bus to my Saturday enrichment classes. And for the third week in a row, Fatty dragged her heavy feet through Nini's apartment door 15 minutes behind schedule, calling out in her high-pitched voice, Ruby girl, I'm sorry, let me tell you what happened. My, my cousin has more excuses than a hoe going to jail, and I didn't have time to entertain her colorful tales this morning. I had one hour to get all the way down to South Philly, and I twisted up my lips in a way that I hope conveyed how annoyed I was over her lack of consideration. You got my car fare? I thrust my hand into her face, but Fatty brushed past me in the narrow hallway, past the crooked family pictures that hung in mismatched frames, through to the small L-shaped kitchen. I stomped behind her as she snatched back her pageboy wig and tossed it onto the counter. Your mother said she'd leave it for you. A baby cockroach scurried from under the toaster and Fatty smashed it dead with her palm. You gonna make me walk all the way back in the opposite direction? Just give me 20 cents. I would if I could, she said, scrubbing her hands at the apron sink. But I'm broke as a joke girl until next Friday. My scalp heated. Grandma ain't got no money around here. What if my mother forgot? Child, I talked to Inez last night and she said she would. Now quit wearing out my nerves. If you leave now, you'll make it. Fatty reached into the icebox and cracked open a can of Schlitz. She tipped it to her lips and took a long swallow, then exhaled in a way that suggested she had been thirsting for that beer her whole way home. After another hungry swig, she undid the buttons to her blue uniform down to her waist. The rolls around her middle sighed with relief. Did Nini take her medicine? I snatched up my school bag, nodding my head with frustration. She, she's been asleep 20 minutes. Her next eye dosage is at 11. With the front door open, I could smell scrapple frying from the new neighbor's apartment on the first floor. She had twin babies who kept up a chorus of crying all night long. I'm not doing this for you no more. Fatty belched, then called after me. I said I was sorry. Damn, girl, what you want, blood? I slammed the door in response, then felt bad, hoping I hadn't disturbed Nini. The piece of toast I had prepared for my journey was now cold and stiff with butter. I shoved the bread in my mouth as I ran down the two flights of stairs and out onto 28th Street. A dampness clung to the air from last night's rain, and I had to sidestep wet leaves that had gathered in potholes. I had been marked tardy for the last three weeks in a row, and Mrs. Thomas said if I was late to one more enrichment class, she was writing me up. I wondered if Fatty was messing with my future on purpose. Everyone, even Fatty, knew how prestigious it was to be selected to participate in the Armstrong Association's We Rise program. As one of 12 Negro students chosen from across the city of Philadelphia, I was competing to receive a full four-year scholarship to Cheney University, the oldest historically Negro college in the country. To earn it, I had to be impeccable in every way, and being on time was a requirement. 
if I wasn't awarded the scholarship, I could forget all about going to college for optometry. No one in my family had been to college, nor could they afford to send me. I refused to let Fatty's disregard for time muddy up my future, especially since she hadn't even finished high school. Out on Columbia Avenue, I passed by the Temple of God, where women dressed in white linen from head to toe stood greeting the congregation by the storefront entrance. It was the only church in the neighborhood that met on Saturday mornings, and I avoided eye contact, lest one of the women think I was curious about being saved by their Lord and try coaxing me to join them. I hurried on, rounding the corner onto 33rd Street. In the middle of the block, I could see four men huddled in folding chairs in front of Process Willie's barbershop. A backgammon set hunkered between two of them, and they all clung to paper cups, probably sipping brown liquor that kept them warm so early in the morning. Their wrinkled clothes and befuddled expressions suggested they'd been carrying on all night, and I knew that meant trouble. I buttoned up my jumbo-knit sweater, hoping that would make me invisible to them, but I wasn't fast enough. As soon as I stepped down off the curb, I heard the first one call. Girl, you fine enough to make a grown man cry. The one next to him grinned wide enough to see that he was missing a tooth. Yes, Lodge, shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle, got me thirsting for a drink. Bet she tastes sweet too, like candy. The closest one to me reached for my hand, but I sidestepped it. What you in a rush for? Big Daddy got everything you need right here. I shot him the most evil eye I could muster as I slipped by them. The men continued to wolf whistle, and I could feel their eyes fixed on my behind. It was times like this I wished there was a button that would erase me. Not to die or nothing, just so I wouldn't exist. At the very least, I'd like to take a pin to my oversized tits and pop them like water balloons, making me flat like a pancake and as boring to watch as a teacup. Maybe then my mother would see me for who I was and stop calling me out my name. We lived in a rented apartment on the corner of 33rd and Oxford. It was the third place we had called home in the past two years. Across the street from us was a huge park that we wouldn't dare venture into. The closest I got to the lush greens was from our front porch, where I sat in a rusty folding chair and watched red-faced men play golf, their blonde wives parked with their children and packed snacks on nearby blankets, blasting the latest hits by Tony Bennett and Percy mm -hmm. Faith. Skipping up the cement steps of our red brick building, I fumbled for my keys around my neck. None of the doorbells ever worked, and I had to jimmy my key in the deadbolt several times before it turned. Whenever it rained, the door jammed, and I had to shove the heavy wood with my shoulder to pry it open. As I moved up the creaky steps two at a time, I could feel my blouse sticking to my back. Whenever I got nervous, my face and back broke out into an annoying sweat. The bus would arrive in 20 minutes, which gave me time to change into another top that didn't need pressing and sneak some of Inez's perfume. The front door of our apartment opened into the canary-colored kitchen, and I smelled a cigarette burning. I dabbed the sleeve of my sweater against my forehead and swallowed down my unease. Inez always left for money for me in the same hiding place, wrapped in a paper towel and slipped between two steak knives in a kitchen drawer. 
I slid open the drawer, breathing a sigh of relief when I saw the napkin. My fingers curled around it, but it felt light. I shook the tissue free, then moved the other knives around, hoping the money had slipped out somehow, but found nothing. A new wave of sweat moistened my hairline as I tried to think of what to do next. There was no loose change laying around the apartment. I had used the spare coins last week when Inez hadn't left the money. I had no idea how long it would take me to walk from North Philly to South Philly, but just the thought of crossing the city on foot made my head hurt. My unsteady fingers gripped the upholstery stuffing that was loose in the kitchen chair, trying to make a plan, when Leap, my mother's latest boyfriend, strolled into the kitchen with a cigarette fastened between his nicotine-stained lips. What are you doing here? fell from my lips. Oh, oh my golly. I mean, if that is... That is The House of Eve, the first half of the first chapter of The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. I mean, do you not, I mean, do you hear all that went into that? The setting and the tone and the research and the conflict and the stakes and the need and the story promise that is about to come. How is Ruby going to persevere? How is she going to do this, Sylvia saying, wait, don't stop. I absolutely know. Jen Jumba is saying, there are so many phrases that I want to write down, tuck in my pocket, only to pull out and savor again. Sharon Bishop says, so descriptive. Celebrate 444 says, intense. Brings me right there. It does, doesn't it? In that quiet, gorgeous away, Facebook user says, I love everything about this. Hannah Mary McKinnon says, absolutely wonderful. Pamela Fry Free says, OMG, this is going on my TBR pile. Thank you so much. And Sadiqa, thank you. So I'm going to put this right up. Sadiqa says, wow, that was amazing, Hank. You nailed it. Thank you so much for bringing the story to life. You brought the story to life, Sadiqa Johnson, the house of Eve, the, the pain, the stakes, the fear, the worry, the desire, and the conflict. I wondered if Fatty was interfering on purpose. And there you have it. Beautiful words, says Allie. Oh my golly, look, such such great conversations, says Facebook user. Very atmospheric, says Catherine Olson. And that is, uh, that's, that's, the whole thing is marvelous. The whole thing is great. Very atmospheric. It wouldn't let me put that up by Catherine Olson. Uh, Sadiqa, you should, when you get a moment, look at the comments on Instagram and here on Facebook and see the joy and see the affection and see how much people are loving your The House of Eve, a Reese's, a Reese Witherspoon pick. And that must have been an amazing. Ask Sadiqa in the questions, in the comments, what it was like to hear from Reese Witherspoon and her people. It's amazing because I know you have to you have to keep it quiet for a long time, right? You have to keep it quiet and they tell you and you can't tell anyone and they say, don't tell anyone, not even your family, not even your loved ones, you have to keep it secret. And oh my golly, that must be so difficult to do. Sharon Bishop is saying beautiful writing. Janet Hope's library here on Instagram has a wonderful comment. She says, I can already tell, I can already tell Ruby is a fighter and a survivor. Isn't that clear how Sadiqa portrays that? so marvelously in her book. Uh, Cat Reader says, thank you for reading and sharing. Malika says, gorgeous cover, 
loved your reading. Thank you. It was a joy to read this. You know, it's um, interesting, and Hannah and I talk about this all the time, what a responsibility it is to read these novels and make sure that you all understand um, how wonderful they are and to do justice to, and to do justice to the author's words. Every author works so hard on their novels. Um, such a work of passion and such a work of love, like The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. And you know that one lucky winner on Instagram will be getting this book. We will contact you. Sadiqa will contact you ASAP. You have until midnight tonight to win a copy, to enter to win a copy of this book on Facebook. Just leave a question or a comment or just general accolades and joy and adulation and adoration and affection for Sadiqa on Facebook. She would love to read that all. Quickly, in the minute or so we have left, let me point you to remind you, next week is our last week before break. We will be here celebrating our vacation with you. You know we will miss you. And what book are we going to send you off for August with? Look at this, Karen Slaughter's After That Night. She is such a rock star, Karen Slaughter. How many of you watch Will Trent on TV, on ABC? Will Trent, her novels have been made into the Will Trent series on ABC. It's awesome, it's wonderful, it's absolutely, it's absolutely irresistible. Uh, reason you what she was picking, says Steph Keesling. Absolutely, she does. All of your comments. I wish I could look at all of your comments. I'm scrolling through right now, so I don't miss any of them. Janet Hope says, thank you, Sadiqa. I am enthralled and can't wait to get my hands on this novel, absolutely. So how many of you read, how many of you watch Will Trent? How many of you read Karen Slaughter? And how many of you would love to have the first read of Karen Slaughter's After That Night? It won't even be out when we are, when Hannah and I are reading it to you next week. So you will get an absolute preview of this marvelous new book. So I have about 30 seconds and that will give me exactly the right time to say to you, thank you so much for 345, 345, 345 sessions of First Chapter Fun. We will meet you here next Tuesday, of course, then we will take a break for August, and then we will be back on, I think it's September the 5th, mark your calendars, and you can be sure that Hannah Mary McKinnon and I will let you know when to be back. Today, we heard The House of Eve by Sadiqa Johnson. Let me put up the banner for her. Absolutely, The House of Eve, and next Tuesday, after that night by Karen Slaughter. And that is what we do here on First Chapter Fun. Until next Tuesday then, you fabulous people, you know what I'm going to say and say it with me. Stay safe, stay kind, and we will next, and we will, I know that we will next time. We will see you. Love you so much.